You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 112, the solo series. Hey everybody, Cassandra Von Worsley here. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. We are on episode 112. And I think I'm going to begin to call these episodes where I don't really have a script, but I have something massive to talk about. Cassandra Unplugged. Maybe Cassandra Unscripted. I don't know. But there are episodes like today's episode where this message has been brewing inside of me for at least a week. And rather than get it perfect and write the script and come up with the show notes and picture, rather than do any of that crap, I just need to get this out there because it should have been out there a few days ago. So let's break it down. Episode 112. This is a question that is really important at this very moment for each and every one of us in business, all of us who have businesses to, to really just take a moment, not a moment, I'm talking like 30 minutes and get real with the answer to this question. And I'm going to tell you how this all came about for me because I had to have a get it together talk with myself this week. And this is where that episode came from. So the question that you got to ask yourself as a business owner, as an aspiring business owner, powerful, drop the mic. Let's just get real question. Are you afraid to grow? Are you afraid to grow? Doesn't matter what business you're in. Doesn't matter how successful the business currently is. Doesn't matter if you are doing better than you've ever done in all the areas of your life and you're feeling amazing every single day, or if you have the opposite going on at this current moment in your life. The question I want you to ask yourself this week is, am I afraid to grow? Am I afraid to grow? You know, I had a little conversation with myself. I was watching a a Facebook Live rebroadcast from an entrepreneur who teaches other entrepreneurs how to build amazing seven-figure businesses. And she brought on this powerhouse of a woman onto her morning Facebook Live. And I listened to this woman talk about the fact that you, you really want to go into meditation and visualization and you want to sit down and you want to have a talk with the version of you that will exist 25 years from now. So 20 to 25 years from where you are at this moment, you want to sit down and have a little coffee chat, tea chat with, with, with you 25 years from now. And you want to say to that version of you in this conversation, what do I need to know at this age? What do I need to know? What, if you could tell me anything, if you could give me advice, if you could tell me things that at this age I really need to know or I really need to do, what would you tell me? And then she said, you need to listen to that. You need to listen to that. So I did that exercise this week. And, I, you know, usually I do visualizations where I talk to the me five years from now or three years from now or even 10 years from now, but I've never done 25 years out. And so I did a visualization earlier in the week with me. Um, at the moment, I'm 40 and a month or two years of age. Um, and I did this visualization with me speaking to my 65-year-old self who is... Looks like Storm from Iceman, uh, not Iceman, Storm from X-Men. She has white, you know, long hair and jeans and cowboy boots and knows how to, you know, do 
cowboy stuff. And, <laughs> and the 65 year old version of me in that visualization slash meditation, she was, I don't even know how to describe her. She was relaxed. She was confident. She was peaceful. She just had this air of like, I got this. There's just in her whole demeanor was this sense of, I don't have to tell you I've got it. My life is exactly where I decided I want it to be. I don't rush. I enjoy every moment. I have fun. This is my world and I run it the way I want to. This is my show. And I, in that visualization, I asked that version of me, what do I need to know? At 40, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? I want to grow my business astronomically. Why the heck have I not been able to? And what is going on? What do I need to change? That was my question for the 65-year-old X-Men Storm version of me. And here's what that version of me said. She looked at me and said one simple thing. You're afraid to grow. She said, you're afraid to grow. And she said, until you stop being afraid to grow, you won't grow. You are afraid to grow. And I got out of that meditation slash visualization and I was thinking to myself, are you for real? Like, this is what I teach. This is what I talk about. I teach growth. I teach, you know, kicking fear in the butt and transforming your fear into fuel and, you know, telling your fear and your self-doubt and your self-sabotage to SDASU, sit down and shut up, not letting it be in the driver's seat. I teach focus and, um, self-belief. I write books about this stuff. How is it even possible that I am afraid to grow? So I sat with that for a few days because something in those words, in that visualization, rang really true for me. And I thought about it. And I played in back in my mind key moments in my life, in my 20s and in my 30s, where I hit a point where I could either grow forward or I could stay back where really there was no, there was no fooling myself into believing that I wasn't, that the choice, whatever choice I made, wasn't going to have one of those two consequences. And I rem- I can remember that there were key moments in my life where I could have grown exponentially, but out of fear and out of doubt and out of, uh, an unwillingness to be uncomfortable. Let me say that. An unwillingness to, to brave the wilderness alone, to be uncomfortable. I chose to shrink rather than expand. And even if at the time I didn't think it was conscious, when I look back at those moments, it was a very conscious decision that I made in each of those moments to shrink rather than expand. And, and I rationalized it away. I said, well, it was because of this, this, and this, but the reality was I made the decision not to grow. And so I want to talk in today's episode because I think we all have this thing going on secretly, subtly, subconsciously, and we keep trying to fix it with systems and procedures and strategies. And, you know, I got to grow my email list and I have to build my Instagram and I got to, we, we keep trying to cure the illness with topical cream when the issue isn't on the outside of us the issue is on the inside the issue is not on the outside of our businesses it's on the inside of our hearts our minds our souls our spirits and so i want to talk about this today 
And I want you as we, as we talk through this, because again, this is not totally scripted. I've got some notes, but really this is just me being unplugged. I'm going to call this Cassandra unplugged when we have these kind of podcast episodes, because I want to talk for real about the things that are holding you and I back, both of us. And a lot of us are going into business and we're saying, well, it's because I'm not confident enough. I don't trust myself. I don't, um, it's because I'm not doing enough. It's because I didn't take the right class or I don't have a business coach or I don't have a mentor. And yes, there are pieces of that that will help. But if the heart and soul of where you're at in your business is that you're afraid to grow until you deal with the fear of growing in your business, nothing's going to change. And sometimes we have the fear to grow before we've even started the business or when we're at the very beginning of the business. You know, I can remember time. Let me tell you one of my, my personal business fear patterns that I've noticed. I am so comfortable in the creation zone of my business. I remember being a screenwriter and I would just put my heart and soul and write this screenplay. And I, I mean, I would just, everything. And I'd write this movie. And then here comes the next step. I got to actually get out there in, in Hollywood and sell it. And I have to pitch it. And, and, and you know, and, and if people don't want to buy it, then I have to figure out how to indie produce it. That And so the creating of it was never the issue for me. The second step always was. And there would come a moment every time I wrote, whether it was a, a pilot for reality TV or uh, a pilot based on, you know, NASCAR, which I, I did one of those, or a movie that I wanted to do as an indie film. There would always come that moment where I was all in on the part that was comfortable for me. But the part that really scared the crap out of me, I, I would find every excuse, and excuse is the right word, to not move the ball forward. And every time there was a setback, every time there was something that came that gave me a no, I just accepted it as the universe saying, no, you can't have that. And I was not relentless, which I think is probably why I teach relentless focus now, because I think vigilance and relentlessness is critical to any success you're going to have in any arena of your life. And so I look back on those moments and I go, wow, I thought I was doing something brave and bold and daring by writing a screenplay because so few people ever do, or writing a book because so few people ever do, or produce or beginning to produce an indie film because so few people ever do. But that wasn't bold and brave and daring for me because that was my comfort zone. So even within a business, we have comfort zones that to the outside world and to others may look like, wow, she's just taking charge and doing her thing. When in reality, that's actually your comfort zone. And so as we talk today, I want you to ask yourself the question, where in my business am I not going? Then I know that I should be going. That I refuse to go to out of fear, out of self-sabotage, out of self-doubt, because that's the area in your business where you must go now. That's the area where you must go now. So getting back to this whole thing of, are you afraid to grow? You know, a lot of us, especially all of us woo entrepreneurs out there, and I use that lovingly, we do personal development work on ourselves all the time. We read the books, you know, uh, we watch the Simon Sinek videos. We, we listen to the podcast from Pat Flynn and, you know, we read Marianne Williamson and Brene Brown. We do the work on a daily basis. We meditate. We do deep breathing. We exercise. We do yoga and Pilates. So many of us are doing the work and we understand what personal growth requires. 
right? Like we get that personal growth requires vulnerability, dealing with our issues, uh, surrendering to the process, trusting life, trusting ourselves. On a personal level, we get that growth is very much and a never-ending process of unfolding who we really are and discovering what we really want and constantly undoing all of those limiting beliefs that we've learned along the way and that it never ends, it's constantly evil. Like on a a personal level, we get that that's what growth is about. It is this never-ending process, like the never-ending story, if you're old enough to remember that movie. (laughs) Um, We get what it requires. But I don't think a lot of us translate that, and I include myself in this group. I, I, this is where I'm at in this moment. Like, I do not translate the lessons that I'm getting in my personal growth to my business growth. For some reason, I look at personal growth as one aspect of my life and business growth as another aspect to which both aspects have different rules. When after that visualization with the 65 year old version of me who said, babe, you're afraid to grow. I realize they're not different. It's all one path and it's always evolving and it's never ending. And the rules that apply to my personal growth are the same rules that apply to my business growth. And yes, I've heard people say that before, you know, like your business is you. And so you've got to grow into the person capable of building that level of business. But I didn't quite get it until I did that, that discussion with my 65 year old self. I didn't, fully understand what it means to, on the one hand, want to grow, and on the other hand, be deathly afraid of growth itself, especially in business. So I want to talk about this for a second, because there are a lot of quotes that 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 drew me to really having a get-it-together talk with myself about this, because I'm at the stage in my business where it's time to astronomically grow. Let, let's, just, let's just break it down. I'm not going to get into numbers and all that. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It is time for me to shit or get off the pot. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's time to, it's time to do this thing. And because at 40, I'm no longer second guessing myself the way I did at 20 and even at 30. Now I know it's time to show up for real, 100% all in. And the reality of the situation is I can no longer use the excuse that I don't know what time it is, or I don't know what season I'm in. Or I don't know that I have the power and the ability to create anything I want in my business, which means I have to deal with my fear about growth. And I hope this is helping you because if your business hasn't been growing or you've been wanting to start a business for years and it, and for whatever reason you find every excuse not to, and I'm going to use the word excuse throughout this episode. So if you don't like that word, I don't know what to tell you. It is an excuse. Us not being great us not falling in love with the process of being great, us not rising to the occasion and and doing business at extraordinary levels, the levels of Tim Ferriss and Daniel Laporte and uh, Deepak Chopra and uh, us not doing business on the level to which we know we were born for. Yeah, there are excuses around that and we need to deal with them immediately. Immediately. And so when I'm, I'm thinking about this whole thing about business growth specifically, and you can apply it to your personal growth if your personal growth is the issue. Here's what I just learned about myself. They're all the same journey. So it's both. It's both. So it brings me back to a Cynthia Ocelli quote. In Cynthia Ocelli, I don't think I have the book right on my desk, but I, I have one of her books called Resurrecting Venus. Powerful drop the mic book for every woman entrepreneur on the planet. So if you haven't picked up Cynthia Celli's Resurrecting Venus, you ought to read it. She's a lawyer. 
who is an entrepreneur who's been through some stuff. And she talks about the importance of, of resurrecting the goddessness within you. Powerful book. So here's what Cynthia Ocelli has to say about growth. She said, For a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out, and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like complete destruction. Have you ever been in a space in your life or in your business where you've grown and, and you've had to grow so fast and so furiously that it feels like complete destruction? And if you didn't know, if you didn't believe, I won't even say no, if you didn't believe that there was more to this, that it was happening for you, you would think you were just going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because you, you're just getting hit on all sides with change and transition and transformation and growth. And I love the fact that she says, for a seed to achieve its greatest expression. And I want you to think about your business. For your business to achieve its greatest expression. It must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out, and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like complete destruction. So if you're in a place in your business where the fear of growing is around, what happens when my business in and, and me, in some way, shape, or form, I have to come completely undone? You know, the caterpillar in the cocoon dies to itself. We get that now. It, it doesn't go in there to sleep and hibernate like a bear and then it just magically turns into a butterfly. It dies in the cocoon to itself. And so when we're afraid to grow, we're afraid of that whole, you know, caterpillar, butterfly, dying. We're afraid of that destruction. But here's the reality. For our business to achieve its greatest expression, that piece has to happen. Has to. There's no way around it. It's got to happen. Now, here's the other thing. Sometimes we're afraid to grow because, you know, we're around people who don't want us to grow. I'm about to talk about this on a YouTube video, by the way. So just, just hold your, I'm going to go there on a YouTube video. And, and so I'm not going to go fully all in on this and the whole thing about you needing to do an inner circle audit, which I highly recommend you do an inner circle audit at least once a week to make sure that you do not have emotional vampires in your inner circle. Drop the mic. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go there on the YouTube video. So go to Cassandra Vaughn TV. It's youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn TV. And make sure you catch that video that I'm doing today, which is all about four signs that you're afraid to grow. And I talk about this whole little piece. But here's the thing. A lot of us are surrounding ourselves with people who might talk a good game about supporting and loving us, who might talk a really good game about wanting the best for us. But at the end of the day, they're the skeptics and the critics and the ones who say, yeah, but did you really think through that? Or did you really? Yeah, but did, I don't know. I don't... A lot of us, especially, and here's the thing that blows my mind. A lot of us entrepreneurs are getting these kinds of criticisms and critiques and skepticism for spe from people in our lives who've never started a business, don't know the first thing about starting a business, wouldn't be good at it if they tried. What? Where on God? Listen, I loved when I had little tiny babies. I loved those people who would come up to me in the grocery store. Never had a child, never adopted one, never gave birth to one, and they would try, and single at that, not even married. 
And they would come up to me with my, at the time, three children and try to tell me how to parent. Are you for real? Like, if you haven't been down that lane, do not give me advice about how to be down this lane. And we do that in our business to a fault. We are, we have people chirping in our ear who actually on whatever level, whether it's conscious, subconscious or unconscious, do not want to see us grow. And they've never even started a business and we're listening to them for business advice or worse. Let me go, let me go a little bit deeper or started a business, failing at a business, really have a hobby, not a real business. And we're not even putting time into their, and we're listening to them. Really? Yeah, no. Here, here's the quote I, w- I want you to understand and start to live into because sometimes the, the fear of growth is coming from other people's fears and limitations because they're putting all their entrepreneurial baggage on you and all of their limiting beliefs about needing to work for other people and not being able to make consistent, massive, successful amounts of money. And here's the thing. This is what you need to say to yourself and to them quietly, silently in your mind when you come across those yeah but people. Here's a quote. If you know me based on who I was a year ago, you don't know me at all. My growth game is strong. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Can I just say that last part again? If you know me based on who I was a year ago, you don't know me at all. My growth game is strong. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I don't care what you think about me. What you think of me as the famous quote goes, is none of my business. Thank you. Drop the mic. So if you're experiencing fear about growing, which some of us get it from the people around us who are trying to, quote unquote, help us, stop talking to them. Stop listening to them. Shut them out. Just tell them, allow me to reintroduce myself. I really don't care what you think. And what you think, in fact, is none of my business. Okay. Next thing. A lot of us are afraid to grow because we're afraid of what's going to happen once we get there. I'm, I'm there with you on this one. Like everything I'm saying to you right now, I'm, I'm saying to myself because my 65 year old version of me said to me in a conversation with her long white hair, um, babe, you're afraid to grow. That's why your business isn't growing. You're afraid to grow. You are afraid to grow. And you know, one of the biggest things about me and, and being afraid to grow is the fear of going big and losing out even bigger. And a lot of us are dealing with the fear of going big and, and the whole question of what will I have to sacrifice for this? What will it cost me to build this empire? What will I lose in the process? And at the end of the day, will I grow old and become some Ebenezer Scrooge with all this money and no love and no family only to realize that I gave up everything that actually really mattered for the dream of a wildly successful business Where did we pick that shit up from? That's what I want to know. Where did we get that from? Like, wherever, and and so many of us have it. I've got it. I know a lot of entrepreneur friends who've got, like, who who look at life and go, you know, I'm a powerful woman entrepreneur and I can't find, you know, the love of my life and and being successful is sort of a deterrent to, to having great relationships. I can't tell you the number of entrepreneur friends that I know where we're all dealing with this Ebenezer Scrooge fear. I'm going to call it an Ebenezer Scrooge fear of if I really play big in this business and I really go and I do the work, am I going to miss out on my kids growing up? Am I going to miss out on the best things in my life? Am I going to build up all this money only to realize that money doesn't make you happy? Clear, 
Let me just say this really clear. We're not so stupid as to believe that money makes people happy. We all know money is not... Studies have already told you beyond $100,000 a year, money doesn't do shit. Oh, I cursed. I'm, I'm going to curse today because it's just, it's necessary. Um, money doesn't mean anything beyond 100K. After 100K, it's kind of like, yeah, it doesn't do anything for happiness. So research has shown us that. But more than that, why is it that we don't trust ourselves to know where to draw the line? Why is it that we think that going all in and being and, and, and diving with, with all our heart, mind, and soul is somehow going to zap our heart, mind, and soul from other areas of our lives when in fact serving the world through our business not only expands our ability to love everyone in our lives, it expands other people's ability to do the same and then they pay it forward and they spread it and they do it and the world becomes a better place to live. How come we don't buy into that belief? Why are we all sitting here in corners, and I'm including me right with you, afraid that, you know, if I just, you know, if I dive all in, I'm going to become consumed by it, and then I'm going to make all this money, but I'm going to lose all of these amazing things. No, no. Mm -mm. Here's what I've learned in 40 years of life. I've lost more playing small than I ever could have lost had I played big. Let me just say that again. I've lost more playing small in my life than I ever could have lost playing big. So I'm done with that. Like that belief, I, I recognize it for the Ebenezer Scrooge that it is. When it pops up, I remind myself that I don't know where the hell I picked that up from, but it needs to go back from where it came. Just saying. So are you afraid to grow? Um, here's one of the beliefs that I'm starting to insert into my life so that it becomes true for me. And it's a quote. Here we go. I'm attracted to people who want to see me grow. Mm. that just nips in the bud, the Ebenezer thing, it nips in the bud losing stuff, it nips in the bud, you know, emotional vampires being in your inner circle. I am attracted to people who want to see me grow. Do you know how many people I have in my life right now who who want to see me grow? I mean, I, I don't talk about my private life, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you, listen, the people who are in my inner circle the people who love me and respect me, the people who are there for me day in and day out, who have my back, and they are the people who actually have my cell phone number. No offense, if you're not my cell phone number, that tells you what you need to know, just saying. Um, they're the people who have my cell phone number. They're the people who can text me at 2 o'clock in the morning, at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I respond back when I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. They're the people who tell me the truth even when it's harsh and it's unpopular and I'm pissed off because they told me the truth, but I'm listening because they're right. I have some amazing people in my life who... who have shown me the things in myself that need to change, who have helped me see the value of what I bring to the table, and who have given me the room to stand alone and brave the wilderness in a way that I thought I had in my 20s, but actually wasn't true. And I thought I had growing up actually wasn't real. And so I'm, I'm living the belief now of, I'm attracted to people who want to see me grow. Because you know what? 
That's my reality. And I would say if you're feeling afraid to grow in your business, this is one little affirmation you need to start saying all the time. I'm attracted to people who want to see me grow. And when I say I'm attracted to people, I don't just mean the people you date, the people you live with, the people that you hang out with, your entrepreneur friends. I'm attracted to clients who want to see me grow. I'm attracted to email subscribers who want to see me grow. I'm attracted to people who sign up for my boot camps and my workshops and my uh, focus mindset formula course. I'm attracted to customers who want to see me grow. That's what you need to start affirming because that brings the people to you who are really meant for you. And if you've ever hired a client that really was not your client, you know what I'm talking about. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, growth is silent. I think that's what makes it tricky and that's what brings fear too. Because often, you know, a lot of us are so used to the social media proclamations and declarations that people do. And I do them on Instagram as well. You can find me on Instagram, the Cassandra Vaughn, I think. <laughs> Who knows? I think it's the Cassandra Vaughn on Instagram. But I... uh we all make declarations and we love seeing other people's declarations. When people say, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. And then they do. We love it. Uh, when we see people say, I'm building this house and they take pictures and put it on Instagram and they show you every step of the way. We love it. We love that. Here's the thing. What can be so scary about business growth is that when you, when you're the entrepreneur and you're in it, Everybody knows you have a business and they know that you're doing stuff, but they don't see, like they don't see you on CNN and they don't see you on NBC and they don't see you on Good Morning America and they don't see you on the Ellen show. And they're like, you've been doing this for seven years. Like, what's the deal? And oftentimes the growth that's happening in your business is silent. It's very, very silent. And so you feel like you have to justify and you feel like you have to explain, but here's a beautiful quote. How lovely the silence of growing things. Remember that growth is supposed to be silent. That's why people don't tell, tell people that they're pregnant for a very long time. You want to keep the growth and the conception and the gestation of, of something so amazing and, and so miraculous to yourself until it is readily apparent to everyone else. And then you need to tell them your business is no different from that. So understand that there is, there's, there's no reason to be afraid of the fact that your growth is silent, that oftentimes it might feel or seem smaller than you'd like it to be. You would love it to be big and out there and amazing. For a number of years in your business, it, it may not be that way. It may not come across that way. And you may feel like you're, you're having to prove yourself on social media to post things that you're doing. You know, every time I write an ebook, I post it everywhere on social media, not because I need to tell other people that that's what I'm doing, but because I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of what I accomplished and I don't want to let that victory pass me by without celebrating it in a very big way. But a lot of us entrepreneurs are putting stuff out there so we can justify where we are in our business or a lack of success or a lack of apparent movement. And here's the thing, how lovely the silence of growing things. Growth is silent. Don't be afraid of that. That it is for good reason that the gestation of a baby happens silently, that the gestation of a business, the conception of a business, that so many of the things you're doing every single day that nobody even knows about, it's happening silently. There's a reason for that. So understand that and, and don't use that as a reason to be afraid to grow in your business, but that it is part of the process. Now, here's the other piece that I, I love to talk about because I've written books about transforming your fear into fuel. And you can always go 
Oh my goodness, do I even remember the, the, the URL to see what books I've written? Overcomingfearbooks.com. See, it's been, a, it's been a while. I'm about to write a new book on focus, and so it'll be interesting. Overcomingfearbooks.com is where you can see all the books that I've written about dealing with your fear and transforming your fear into fuel and being a fear alchemist. But here's the thing. Uh, your largest fear carries your greatest growth. That's very, very true. And so if you're like me and you're in a moment where you're saying, I, I really need my business to grow astronomically. Like I'm playing a small game here and I need to be bigger and play bigger because that's who I am. But I'm afraid. I'm what I, and, and I can't tell you, I can tell you some of my fears around astronomical business growth, but I don't know all of them. I know they're all not real. You know, I know they're all, you know, things I fabricated and limiting beliefs and things I picked up along the way growing up. But when I remind myself that my largest fear carries my greatest growth, then I don't run away from the fear. I run to it because within it is my greatest growth. And so I'm not leaving the fear. And I talk about this in my fear books. I'm not leaving the fear until I get what it came to teach me because fear like failure is a teacher. And so your largest fear does carry your greatest growth. But here's the thing. This is what gets us. This is what has us afraid to grow. Grow, you know, <clears throat> And Mandy Hale say, said this, and I love it. She says, growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Can I just say that again? Because this is just too powerful. Mandy Hale said, <clears throat> growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Do you realize that so many of us in our businesses have been stuck in our business without even fully recognizing it? And we've been at a revenue point and an email list point and an Instagram followership point. And we've been stuck somewhere we don't belong for years in our business. Do, do you get the, do you get the profoundness of that? Do you get the drop the micness of that? We're in our businesses doing the daily work and operating within a comfort zone of being where we are while also complaining about where we are. But we've spent years in this space being stuck somewhere that we don't belong. And so if you're in your business like I am at this moment and you are saying, uh-uh, this has got to go. Like, higher. There are people out there in the world who need me. There are businesses that need to be started. There are women entrepreneurs who need the confidence and the certainty and, and somebody in their ear saying, do it now. And yet we're stuck, right? We're, so, so here's the thing I, I want, I want to put this in perspective. Yes, growth is painful. Yes, there are things that are going to change that you didn't see coming in your business. Yes, you're going to have to learn some things that you don't want to learn. You know, I'm not an analytics fan. I am not a fan of analytics, but I'm about to launch a find your focus blog. And I'm about to get really serious about building my email list. And I got to get good at analytics. So then I can hire somebody who then do the analytics, but I have to speak the language before I hire somebody. So I need to get good at analytics. And that scares the crap out of me because I hate the analytics. Conversion rates and, you know, opt-in rates and all that kind of not. I don't like, that's not the fun part for me. However, nothing's more painful than staying stuck somewhere in my business that I don't belong. And that's the reality. You, you can, you can deal with the, the pain of change and growth, or you can deal with the pain of staying somewhere you don't belong, but you get to choose which pain you deal with. And so I want you to think about that as you're looking at the reasons why you're afraid to grow. And, and, and here's the reality. It's another quote that we've heard 
forever. And we agree with a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. I'm telling you, one of the things you can do this week is really, really investigate where your comfort zones are in your business. Because I can tell you, my comfort zone in my business is content creation. Like creating this podcast episode for you right now, total comfort zone. Love to do this. Lo but but get me on the analytics front, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Get me in front of a camera, although I used to be so amazing on camera. But now I'm making myself build my YouTube channel because I don't want to get on camera. You know, I've got some extra weight, and, and I'm losing it, but it's so... I still like my, my Twinkies and my cookies, so that's the issue. However, um, I still have fears around getting on camera in a way that I didn't used to when I was an actress or when I was in better shape. And so we've got to go where our fears are. We have to go in our business where those fears are. We've got to face them. We've got to be in them. I'm not saying you conquer every fear. I'm saying you transform it. You become a fear alchemist. And the only way you get to your greatest growth is by diving into your greatest fear. And that's what you've got to do. Because a comfort zone may be a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. I'm just saying. Um, and here's the other piece. This is by far, and, and, and I'm going to end the episode here. I've gone longer than I intended to, even by my normal going longer standards. This is one of my favorite quotes, and it says, Set a goal so big that you can't achieve it until you grow into the person who can. Here's the issue, though. So many of us have separated the journey of our personal growth from the journey of our business growth, even when we think we're, we're, we're keeping them aligned and keeping them together. And I thought that until a few days ago. And here's the reality. They're one and the same. Your personal growth and your business growth journey are one and the same. And if you're stuck in your business, guaranteed there are areas in your personal life where you're stuck. And that's not to say that we don't all have stuck points. We all do and we will always have stuck points so that we can have the adventure of working through them and moving through them. But here's the thing I want to say to you. Who do you need to become so that you're no longer afraid to grow your business astronomically this year? And, and here's the thing I have done for years, this whole thing of, well, next year, next year, you know, maybe I've got to work this year on building up this thing or that thing so that next year I can make the kind of money. No, 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 no more next year. That's the first call to action I'm going to give you. No more. I need to do the, I need to do a, in order for B to happen in my business, cut that limiting belief out. Say to yourself from this day forward, no such thing is true. If I want it, I can create it. And if I can create it, I can do it as easily this week and this month as I could next year. So we're not going to delay. <clears throat> we're not going to change the deadline to 2019 because we're already three months into 2018 and, and we haven't done what, no, 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 no do-overs. No do-overs. Here's what I'm saying. You want it in your business. Write down the revenue number. Write down the monthly revenue number that needs to happen. In fact, write down the weekly revenue number that needs to happen for you to get there. And every single day from this moment forward, hold yourself accountable to earning that money starting today. You don't need to know how. You really don't. You'll figure it out. Because however you thought you were going to do it anyway, more email, you know, list buildings, things, more webinar, however you thought you were going to do it, don't worry. By the time you actually do it, you'll realize that none of that was the way because the 80-20 rule applies to everything. 80% of your success in business or life is attributed to 20% of the things that you do. So don't worry about it. Pareto principle will rule anyway. Here's my call to action for you. 
I want you to have a visit this week with your, with your, with you 25 years from now. If you're 20, 45 years old. If you're 30, 55 years old. If you're 40 like me, 60. I want you to have a talk with that version of you. And I want you to ask that version of you, in what areas of my business am I afraid to grow and how do I get over that? And let that wise and confident and knowing and trusting version of you tell you exactly recipe line by line what you need to do. Because at the end of the day, here's the thing. If we are afraid to grow our businesses, afraid to grow our reach and our impact, afraid to go to grow in our business to the point where we only live in our business in the areas that are comfortable, guess what? The business will never grow. You will never grow. Your life will never grow. Your impact will never grow. And the people who needed you 10 years ago will never be reached. You don't have the right to do that. You don't. I don't. I'm talking to myself right along with you. So let's let's get over that. It's it's time. No more postponing your revenue goals. Put the revenue goal on the three by five no card. This week, this is what I need to earn. And work your butt off and get out of those comfort zones in your business. For example, my behind this week needs to not be doing any, uh, spending the bulk of my time on content creation. My behind this week needs to figure out how to make that money and sell and do what I need to do. That's what I need to be doing this week. Part of that may be content creation, writing an ebook and all. But, but see, here's the thing. This is where it gets tricky. No. I need to write that revenue number down on my three by five note card, hold myself accountable to that and say, you know what? Where am I afraid to go in my business this week to get to that number? Because whatever the answer is to that, that's exactly where I need to go this week. Period. The end. Which if I'm listening to my intuition at this moment, it's telling me one YouTube video a day with a call to action to my focus mindset formula course. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that. I'm afraid to get on camera. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I could go on with issues. Like, I, I have issues. However, the place that I'm most afraid to go in my business is exactly the place that I need to go. And that's what I'm asking you to do. Really ask yourself, am I afraid to grow? Why am I afraid to grow? Talk to the you that's, that will exist 25 years from now and get the answers to those questions. And then this week in your business, hold yourself accountable for a higher revenue standard than you've ever set on a weekly basis for your business. And then trust and move and 10x your action and do the damn thing. That's what I think you ought to do this week because that's what I'm going to do this week. You hold me accountable. I'll hold you accountable. I'm going to talk more about this on the She Runs the Show Facebook page. So if you are not, and I I, I do not know the Facebook page. I think it's facebook.com uh, forward slash She Runs the Show. Let me just check real quick because honestly, I haven't I, I don't have that memorized. This is why I need to get an assistant. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. Okay. Um, yes, it is facebook.com forward slash she runs the show. I want you to join me if you haven't joined me on that page because I'm going to be doing some FB lives specifically in the she runs the show Facebook page, not on my personal. So for personal Facebook friends, yeah, you're not going to see me there and not on Cassandra Vaughn, but at facebook.com forward slash she runs the show. I'm going to document my seven day journey right there on She Runs the Show on Facebook. Join me there so we can talk about it. We can work through some things. I'm challenging you to do what I'm doing. I'm challenging you to get to the bottom of why you're afraid to grow in your business. And I'm also challenging you to put on a three by five note card this week, what your revenue needs to be this week, and then go into the areas that you are most afraid to go into in your business 
and do it. Do it. Just handle your business. Run your show. Do it. That's all I wanted to say. All right, everybody. 43 minutes and 17 seconds. Thank you for joining me. Can I just say for one minute, I just need to go on a gratitude rampage for a second. There are those of you who have listened to me for years. You have listened to me through various last name changes. Cassandra Vaughn, Cassandra Bibas, Cassandra Worse. You've listened, you've listened to me through thinking that when I've been a hot mess, you have still stayed true. You have subscribed on iTunes. You've left me a review. Can I just say to those people who are longtime listeners and to all of you brand new to this, uh, please share it with your friends. If you know somebody really needs to get over being afraid to grow in their business, share it, send it to them, email it to them, whatever you got to do. But can I just say for a minute, I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. Do you know how grateful I am to be surrounded by some of the most amazing entrepreneurs on the planet and some of the most amazing women entrepreneurs on the planet who I'm going to bring on She Runs the Show? Can I just tell... I'm not going to do shout outs this time. I really want to, but I'm not. I'm just going to say I am surrounded by some of the most powerful, present giving, loving, nurturing, on-point entrepreneurs on the planet. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful for all of those who have listened to She Runs the Show for the years that I've been on and sometimes there and sometimes not and consistent and inconsistent and who have sent me messages on Instagram to say, hey, when are you doing another episode? I missed the show. Thank you so much for just being there for me. You have no idea. How many dark nights of the soul I have had over the last few years. And you have no idea how much it meant to me to know that each and every one of you have listened over time and have stayed with me even when I was not consistent and even when I... I didn't really even feel like coming back to it because I was dealing with some stuff that was just horrific. And I'm so grateful for you. And so I want to say thank you for being with She Runs the Show and for being with me and for promoting the podcast and sharing it with friends and family members and sending me messages and just being freaking phenomenal. Thank you for being you and thank you for the work you do in the world. And if nobody has told you today, you are awesome, magnificent, spectacular, joyful, victorious, powerhouse, warrior, champion, and ninja all in one. Go and run your show unapologetically. And if anybody doesn't like what you're doing in the world or doesn't think you have the right to do it or doesn't think you have the chops to do it or asks you who are you to do this work in this business tell them what I tell my fear SDASU sit down and shut up I did not ask for your opinion that is all I'm saying all right everybody <laughs> I will talk to you on the next episode of she runs the show and just just as an FYI I'm going to be doing some Facebook lives on facebook.com forward slash she runs the show so if you are ready to join me in this journey of getting over this fear of growing in business join me at facebook.com forward slash she runs the show I will see you guys on the next episode <laughs>